I learned growing up that if you aren't getting better, you are getting worse. I believe that now more than ever. Every time you succeed, tell yourself, good job, now do it again. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Thank you to all of you who reached out and expressed your condolences this past week. For those of you who didn't know, we lost my wife's sweet mother this week at the age of 91. Susie lived a long, happy life. She had a powerful faith in God, a wonderful appreciation for life, and a terrific sense of humor. Even in her later years, as Alzheimer's took more and more of her memory and and age made her physically less able, she found joy in almost every day. Susie helped me see the best in some people and some things. She also helped me realize that sometimes it is essential to face the truth, man up, and just do the right thing. Now, we are all facing a lot of potential doubt right now. Today is November 15th, 2021, as I record this. Um, Inflation is affecting everything. COVID-19 seems to not actually have an end. Polarization of our population worldwide in a way that seems we will never be able to agree. I, I, I can go on and on, but I don't, I don't want this to be about that. However, I still believe in America, in freedom, in opportunity. And I believe it is essential to continue to have that ability to see the glass as half full and the willingness to work and scrap and work and find a way to fill it. Now, a couple recent examples from my other favorite world come to mind. About one and a half months ago, my fellow Wisconsin Badger fans were were all ready to throw in the towel. I'm a huge Wisconsin Badger football fan. Most people who have listened to the podcast before and anybody who's ever spent more than three minutes with me knows this. The Badgers started the year one win, three losses, one and three. The worst start for our football team in 30 years. Now, there were rumblings on the interweb about the future not being bright at one of the brightest places in all of college football. Frankly, I didn't believe it. I did not believe that. Like always, I saw that Wisconsin had a clear path to success, a clear path to winning the Big Ten West, which is always goal number one for UW, and the Big Ten Championship, always goal number two for Wisconsin. More importantly, more Much more importantly, the guys on the team and the men that coach the University of Wisconsin football team 
saw the same path. And they worked and scrapped and planned and adjusted and scrapped and fought and dug their way out of the basement of the division to first place in the division. And today, the Wisconsin Badgers are 7-3 and three and ranked in the top 20 in all the polls and are firmly in first place in the Big Ten West, controlling their own destiny and considered one of the hottest teams in all of college football. Now, naturally, there are no guarantees in football or in business, but the 2021 Wisconsin Badgers serve as an example that believing in yourself and your mission and working hard and working smart Making the adjustments that are needed gives you the best opportunity for success. And when we get back from this break, I'm going to share a story, a true story that happened last week that may go into the and then Hall of Fame. Hey, it's Randy Lee, and you're listening to the Flipping Genius Podcast. This is one of our new And Then series episodes. My goal is for these messages to provide a tremendous long-term benefit to our listeners. And one of our other tools is the Car Flipping Forum. It's free to join. Just search Flipping Genius under Groups on Facebook. The Car Flipping Forum is specifically designed so we can all help each other learn, grow, and achieve. You can learn more about everything we do at our website, FlippingGenius.com, including all nearly 100 episodes, over 100 videos, a page full of resources, and more. If you'd like to help support the podcast financially, please consider becoming a Flipping Team member, partner, or champion. You can read all about it at FlippingGenius.com. I mentioned my other favorite world earlier. And what I meant by that is that business, particularly the flipping business, is really one of my favorite pastimes. In fact, a lot of time, I don't even think of it as working. I think I mentioned this in the last episode. It's been a couple of weeks now, so, but I, I think that's exactly what we talked about, that I often feel like I am just getting paid, most of the time I'm getting paid, most of the time I make money, for doing one of my favorite things. Now, those of you who know me personally know that I've been blessed with multiple interests and, and to some degree, multiple talents. So while business has been my primary source of income, I also have enjoyed the world of music as a songwriter and performer and the world of sports as an athlete and more successfully as a coach. One of the things I love about these other passions and opportunities is how often I see correlations and benefits that I've gained from them that benefit me in business. Sometimes I know my wife and probably others too think I'm a little bit crazy by my commitment to sports and music, but in a, a period of less than three hours this week, we, we saw so many of these life lessons, uh, supplemental benefits, and bonuses come to fruition 
for two of my favorite people that even my sweet bride and everyone else who was paying attention had to say a collective hell yes <laughs> and i'm so happy to be able to share this this story uh here and now um last friday which is uh november 12th 2021 i always say these dates because i know that uh, a podcast can live on and on and i don't know when you're listening to this but last friday my nephews uh josh and sam lee uh they're twins the sons of my my brother matt and my sister-in-law sue up in toledo ohio uh, josh and sam played in the third round of the state championship playoffs up in ohio now, Sam and Josh are seniors at Toledo Central Catholic High School. And as I said, they're twins. I, I remember when they were basically <laughs> the size of a football. Today, each one of them is six foot six inches tall and weigh around 230 pounds. They both run about a four, six, 40 yard dash and can catch anything thrown their way and tackle anybody who needs tackling. They they are exceptionally talented athletes and have a, a better than a average in the classroom. Don't don't ask me to even explain that. I I bought in so hard to the the concept that the world is run by C students when I was in school that I guarantee you I I never had any inkling that it was possible to get better than a a, a 4.0 GPA. Um, anyway, I am just stating the facts, folks, and, and they are both uh, doing that as well. Um, but pretty much all season long, the Irish, that's that's the name of the team at, at CCHS, uh, has dominated their opponents in just about every single aspect. In fact, when I was up in Ohio for the first round of the playoffs a couple weeks ago, uh, I challenged the guys to score three touchdowns each in the upcoming game. And Sam got his three in the first quarter. And Josh probably only missed getting his three touchdowns because their coach mercifully pulled the Irish first team before halftime. However, this past Friday, the Irish found themselves trailing 17-0 to at the end of the first quarter to a team who didn't buy into that idea that Central Catholic and their superbly talented six-foot-six-inch twin towers, as I like to call them, and, and the other dozen or so all-conference players uh, were destined for another victory. In fact, the Highland team, that they were playing from Eastern Ohio had also been dominating their opponents all year too. And probably, probably doing the math in their head that I know I, I would have been doing in mine 17 points in the first quarter times four quarters means we ought to win this game 68 to nothing. And I don't doubt a minute that that is the kind of thinking that was happening on the other sidelines. Well, Here's the magic of sport. This is this is where that magic comes in. Number one, the Irish never wavered. Number two, the Irish believed 
Number three, the Irish adjusted. And number four, as my nephew Sam later said to me, the Irish did what needed to be done. I'm, I'm sorry to give this ending away, but I figured you knew what way this was going. <laughs> Here's what happened. Now, Sam scored the first touchdown to bring them a little closer. It was a, a touchdown pass, a nice pass from Taiwan Clark, the quarterback, great quarterback. Uh, it brought the Irish to 17-6, to six, still trailing, but at least they're on the board. Next, Josh, who had promised me before the game that he intended to take advantage of every opportunity he got and, and play hard on every play. Well, Josh caught a long, highly contested pass from Taiwan at the Highland three-yard line. Just, just moments after he did a three-somersault tumble from one that Taiwan had overthrown by about six inches. It scared me to death as his uncle. I mean, literally, six foot six inch traveling as fast as he can, tumbling once after another after another. But he got back up, shook his head, and went back in. And a couple of plays later, caught this pass. And a few moments later, the Irish were just one score away at 20 to 13, but time was running out. Now, the voice of the Irish, Bill Clark and, and Jim Oswald, who do the radio announcement, I love to listen to those guys while I watch it on TV. Uh, they poetically refer to the Irish defense as the Scarlet Swarm. And the Scarlet Swarm bowed up and got that ball back for the Irish offense. And with about four minutes left in the game, they had a chance. About a minute later, <laughs> Sammy ran a five-yard pass an additional 50 yards, carrying – it for a touchdown and carrying with him some of those Highland tacklers literally holding on to his legs as he ran the last 10, maybe 15 yards. And then central kicker, Cole Tischler, kicked that extra point right through and tied the game. But the Highland kids, led by a guy that's six foot four had a 1,000 yards rushing and a 1,000 yards passing in high school already. And I heard later is a commit to Penn State. I can't verify that, but I, I believe it's true. Well, the kid had three minutes left to get his team, who's got a pretty good kicker, into field goal position for that heartbreaking win or heartbreaking loss, depending on which side you're on. Well, it – it was, it had to be one of my favorite endings to any football game anywhere. And I've been to a lot of them. I've played in a lot of them. I've been to the Rose Bowl. I've watched some of the most exciting games in person, let alone on, on television. And I swear this measured up so well. It was just phenomenal. I, uh, and the most improbable, improbable thing happened and, and I, for one, was absolutely overjoyed. But here's what happened. Highland was moving into Central's territory like like clockwork. I mean, these guys were like a well-oiled machine. You would not believe this was a high school team. And, and was probably one completion away from being in field goal range for this, this good kicker that, that they had. And being able to 
put the nail in the Irish coffin. However, the biggest, baddest cat in that Scarlet Swarm defense, Mr. Dylan Fisher, he's about 6'2 and 280-pound interior lineman, who I believe has a couple Division One offers also, uh, had other ideas. Dylan jumped his body up in the air and tipped that ball, and next, that ball landed in Dylan's hands. And uh, <laughs> he, he caught his own tip and, and advanced it about 40 yards all the way down to the, I think, the Highland 32. Now, I use the word advanced instead of ran because while Dylan has really good speed for a big man, he also has those uh, lineman hands. And, and he wound up fumbling the ball in the most fortuitous fumble that, that I think I've ever seen. It bounced and spun and barely escaped the, the diving, grasping hands of the Highland players, and it just tumbled out of bounds. And, and so the guys, the, the Irish got the ball at the 32-yard line of their opponent. And a couple of plays later, in an incredibly dramatic, and after two times the Highland coach trying to freeze this high school kicker, the, the kicker, told Cole Tischler, showed why he is a Division I prospect by knocking in that winning field goal as literally the time went down to double zeros. Just brilliantly coached by, by uh, the central coach. The Irish won 23-20 and advanced to the next round of the playoffs. And I, I swear, it was so exciting. But let's talk about what we learned, because that is what I want to tell you about. I mean, it was such a cool game. But here's what I learned from that game. Remember, sport teaches us so many things that we can use all the time. And that's why I love the fact that my, my nephews not only are participating, but ex excelling at what is my favorite sport. We don't operate in a vacuum, folks, whether it be on the football field where you thought you were the biggest and the baddest, but then the other guys thought the same thing. We don't operate in a vacuum in business either. Others are competing in that same arena and are fully expecting success. So don't expect every deal to be as easy as the last. Be ready to work. Number two, while it's still vital to stick to your plan and believe in yourself, there comes a time when you need to examine your outcomes and and uh, adjust accordingly. Just like uh, Central Catholic's head coach, Greg Dempsey, one of the best high school coaches probably in America, and his staff made adjustments at, uh, not only at halftime, but throughout that game, throughout every game day, all of us need to keep our head on a swivel and look for ways that we can improve our outcome by improving our input. Now, I don't, I guess I'm making this intentionally vague because this covers a lot of businesses. Another one, I knew I was going to say this one right. Number three, there is no I in team. I had to say it. I had to say it. But there is no I in T. Yep. Seriously, the less you make your operations solely dependent on you and your skills, the faster you will find your way to greater and more consistent profits. 
the Irish depended on every person on their sidelines, every person on their sidelines, including a guy who probably hasn't had the ball in his hands on the field in a game ever. And they don't give it. They don't give the ball to guys like me. <laughs> and they, they don't they don't give the ball to guys like Mr. Dylan Fisher. I just think you say should say Mr. when you say Dylan's name. Because he's gonna he's gonna be somebody. And he's already pr- pretty big, um, and and another guy, uh, uh, another guy who generally only gets on the on the field to kick after the team has already succeeded. Remember, as good as a kicker is as uh, Cole Tischler, I believe I'm, I think I'm saying his name as good as good of a kicker is, and he's really a great high school kicker. At a school like Central, when you're almost always in the lead, you're just kicking extra points after after touchdowns that that are putting you up two and three and four touchdowns ahead and kicking off to another team that is hopelessly behind often. So they depended on on a guy who never never touches the ball and a, a kicker who is generally never in a high risk situation. But they enabled those guys to do their job the best they could, and they enabled the team to succeed because they used every element. Every element that was on that sideline, every every part of their organization went into that victory. The key is that every single person involved in the organization was focused on the success of that organization. After dozens of years at the helm, and, and handfuls of championships, Coach Dempsey knows how to get the most out of his organization. That that doesn't happen all at once. But it doesn't happen without intention either. Be intentional every day about building your own winning team. Now, we've talked about that in the past. and I'll talk about that more in the future if you ask me to. But think about that. Who is on your team and are you all working together? Another one, number four, don't rest on your laurels. Sam, Josh, and all their teammates, maybe some of the best high school players in all of the state of Ohio. Ohio football is a big deal. But they knew that they needed to work at their highest level to win. Now, I'll admit that that uh, most of my focus is on my nephews during the game. And I I can tell you that they put forth maximum effort all game. I'm so proud of them. Even though they were the biggest, fastest, most talented guys on the field. And I know I'm a bit biased, but I don't think I'm even exaggerating. They They are big, fast guys, but they were really pushing it. And in the end, Josh, Josh didn't get interviewed, except by his uncle, <laughs> probably his mom and dad. And and Sam, when he was interviewed, he said they they saw what needed to be done and did it. He said he also said he gave God the credit for the rest. These kids are something else. Anyway, the lesson there: work hard. Work hard. And the last lesson, I'm stick to this five from this cool, cool game. I, if, if you got a chance to try to find it online, 
uh, find it. It's a blast to watch. The last lesson is one that we can learn from both the Irish and the Badgers. In fact, it is a, a frequent mantra of both, and that is do it again. Good job. Go do it again. Take a moment or two to enjoy your wins, your victories, your profits, but then be ready to be back in the game to do it again. And learn all you can from every opportunity so the next time you're even better. Because remember, remember, we don't operate in a vacuum. I really hope you found some joy, inspiration, and meaning in this episode of Flipping Genius. And normally, you can find a new episode wherever you listen to podcasts first thing every Wednesday morning. I say normally because we took a week off for my sweet mother-in-law's passing. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, stories, or anything else that you'd like to share, please email me, Randy Lee at flippingquestions at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Give us a five-star review and share us with anyone you think would benefit. Like I said earlier, it's free to join our Car Flipping Forum group on Facebook as well as any of our other 20 Flipping Genius Facebook selling groups. And visit us at flippinggenius.com. That's F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. Just one G. It's free, too. <laughs> hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs>